we wouldn't have been the band or the people that we are today without releasing this record. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I love these songs so much more too. Firsthand saw the struggles of us trying to find our sound. Like this, these past three years, I think have, have had a lot of stepping back and reevaluating. I have for you the actual original artwork. My outlook on how I picture music is very different. Move out of the Do way, that. Ryan. Let's see. Ooh. Ooh, wow. <laughs> My life was completely different. We are talking about The Crush, a year in review. Welcome to another episode hosted by Diano. You're listening to The Crush Podcast. Next to me is none other than Ryan Argast. Below to my left is Mr. Eric Summers Urea. And right underneath my sweet ass is Mr. <laughs> Todor Berindiev. All right. <laughs> you, got that, you got that silky smooth NPR voice. Yeah, I say, guess like, say, say what we're doing in this podcast in that silky smooth voice real quick, Diana. Hello and welcome to the Crush Podcast. This week, we are talking about The Crush, A Year in Review. <laughs> oh, again, again, again. A Year in Review. A Year in Review. <laughs> Alright, this is disturbing watching Ryan do his weird quakes. I don't like it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But uh, what's like going on, everybody? Thank you for listening. Um, we are talking about The Crush. Um it's been about a year since we've released it, but there's so much backstory that we can go into. Uh, first off, let us start talking about our backgrounds and where we are. Where are we, Mr. We'll start with Ryan, because he's next to me on my left. So this background right here, because today is the official one-year anniversary of The Crush, we are recording this on February 28th, 2021. I have for you the actual original artwork that was sent from Benjamin Lieber himself uh, for The Crush until we uh, started editing it and stuff like this. But this was the first thing he texted me and said, what do you think about this? And automatically I was like, oh, we're about to do something awesome. Yep. So wanted to show, I don't think we've ever shown this to anyone. So if you're watching yeah, this podcast. Move, move out of the way, out. Ryan. Let's see. Ooh. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that is, Wow. Man, you flexible. Do you guys see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. Ooh. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Mr. Eric Somers Urea, where are we? Uh, I, this is this is the Last of Us Part Two loading screen, which has oh, nice. so much to do with the crush because. Uh, <laughs> Haven't you done it. this one? No, this is the part two. This yeah, part last two. week was part one. But didn't this you do is part one before. Two. I think you. I think you, you did. This you one did before. do part two. I remember. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I did. almost did. No, nah, you did it. I remember. Hmm. We talked about it. I don't it. know. Podcast people can. Uh, people who've been watching this can find out. But you know what? This. This is. Page. This is the. This is the game I was playing right after we released the crush. So it's very relevant. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very purposeful. Yeah. 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 I see, I see. Yeah. All right, Mr. Toter, where, where, where are we? Um, we are in the original, like, I'm sorry, not original, but the, <laughs> what's the word? The, the finished the, product. The finished. The finished yeah, the product finish. of the Crush artwork. Um, actually, when we got on the podcast today, me and Ryan both had the same background, so he decided to change <laughs> it to the original, uh, which is a, it was a good call. And also rocking. The Crush. 
sweater. Ooh, yes. Sweat, sweat. Yep, yep. We are three or four rocking the crush. I see a hoodie. Yep. I see a bomber jacket. Yep, yep. And I you see a beanie. I see oh, four of four. four, four. <laughs> yeah, baby. I see a t-shirt a as well. We have them. Nice. Yep. Nice, this nice, is, nice. I'm going to wear it over the headphones. Do it. There you go. Brian Johnson. <laughs> R- Russian style. Oh no! <laughs> Shout out to our boy BJ, 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 B-Rabbit. Yeah, break it, break it, Brian. Break it, Brian. Break it, Brian. If you need any sports memorabilia or any bugs killed, you hit him you up. Message him. Hit him up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am currently in Pokemon Land as normal. Um, there was a recent Pokemon Day in 2021. They released. Ooh. The announcement of my favorite games being remade. So that's super cool. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know it's your favorite. I've never played them, so I'm excited to play them for the Diamond and Pearl are like my favorites, I think. Hell It was like right when I hit my, I think I'm a little too old for this, but then I was like, I I love this shit. Not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. But um, it has to do with the crush because similar colors pink similar and blue colors, pink and blue yeah. Yeah. i'm in the band i like pokemon and that's <laughs> yeah. uh yeah 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 it doesn't matter you you do you man yeah no for sure I don't feel let like... don't let these two put the pressure on us <laughs> no we're just we're just doing something better that's no yeah. don't not, don't you can do whatever you want yeah, exactly. oh jesus yeah. no, i don't want to hear it I don't the hear. singer is talking, but I'm the host today, baby. <laughs> so yeah, you're just Ryan. Yeah, you're just hey, Ryan again. Lead singer, lead guitar player. Yeah, we Whoa. we got it going. We're Whoa, the lead. All right, lead varsity player. <laughs> yeah. Varsity drums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. D1 keyboard. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording. But Torter was saying. Um, something along the lines of how much we've all personally grown along with musically grown since the crush has kind of started. And I, I kind of wanted to, to talk about where we were before the crush in terms of our mindset as a band. Um, there's so much that were different. We had, we had more members. I think before the crush we had, we had all six. Yeah. Yep. yep, we were we were a six piece McNugget meal, mm. and now we are that Man. young four piece chicken tender meal. Those bigger, Ooh, yeah. those bigger breaded four tenders. for four. <laughs> <laughs> we can split a four for four for now. Oh, split, four, four, four. split. Yeah, what are you talking four, about? Four, four. I'm, well, um, who's gonna get the drink? <laughs> Someone just gets a drink. Yeah. No, they can get the frosty. Someone gets the frosty instead of the drink. Oh, yeah. dibs on frosty. No, one, gets yeah. a, one gets the fry. One gets the chicken. One hey, gets man. the bird. Four piece chicken nuggets sounds good to me. Mm, that is that is. <laughs> All what right, Tony's got the nugs. I got the nugs. Yeah, and just like that, back to food. Little nuggies. <laughs> we love talking about. Food. It Damn never it. fails. <laughs> So I, I hope like people take bets and just like, all right, how long into this podcast episode is Maria City going to start talking about food? Yeah, and here we <laughs> are. It's true. But yeah, um, when we started writing The Crush, I feel like that's when we were first introduced with Dino, the producer of The Crush, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, I remember he had reworked Cravings. What other stuff was he doing? Because I remember there were some other, I think there were a few other files I just like never saw the light of day, um, but I'm not sure, and I don't remember some of those some of those sessions. But I remember hearing the first time 
uh, he sound replaced like some of the synthesizers in Cravings. Yeah. And all six of us being in the studio, like, what the yeah. fuck? This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, when he replaced yeah. the drums was when it hit me. I was like, holy shit. When he did drum replacements, I was like, wow, this sounds so much, I don't know, like modern, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. More so what we we're trying to go for, but us, we couldn't do it ourselves. So him lending a helping hand and him seeing our vision, I think really helped us. It was kind of, it kind of set up a template for music, uh, writing music moving forward. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was interesting because when we gave him like our recorded stems after we recorded all of Cravings, he like told us, told it to us straight. And he was like, look, I'm going to do this and it's going to probably scare the shit out of you. But this is what is going to make it modern pop. This is, this is the vision that you guys are going for and how to actually achieve that. And then when we first listened to it, it was terrifying because it was totally different. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say totally different, but he had just like, like revamped everything that we had done in in basically what we do now and it was just like all right we just kind of realized all right this is this is what we want to do yeah yeah we actually were going to go with zach servini for the crush and for those who don't know who zach servini is he does uh mixing for basically every pop punk record there is now uh dude not even low young blood uh Literally anyone that has guitars in it, you probably it's probably Zach Savini at this point. Yeah, he, he does, does. Uh, the bring new me. water parks. Bring me yeah. the horizon, which bring yeah, me. new water, water parks. parks record. And MGK, we go- I think he did one. On yeah, he did. He yeah, did the MGK, MGK record. Young Blood. Yeah, and we were. I mean, this is way before any of those artists at this time. He was still the. Uh, he was still John the assistant? producer. Yeah, assistant for John Feldman. So maybe we like, he had hey, just left, yeah. but either way, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I just sometimes think about if we had went with him with the crush and how different everything would have been, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or not even the crush, the cravings. Yeah. Cause we recorded cravings with Jordan DeSorbo, which huge Twitch streamer now. Uh, and he's actually going to be video uh, taping, uh, the, ve- the wedding, the, the big wedding for Lindsay and I, um, we were, we went with him, recorded the craving cravings, and then we were going to go to somebody else to mix it. And all we thought was like, I don't know, you just mix it differently and then that's a pop record or that's something here and that's what that's what Servini was going to do and then Dino was like no 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 I'm basically going to replace everything that you have here everything that you wrote we're going to replace the sound on it and where I was yeah I was like whoa yeah. and uh took us a little bit but then we were like okay this can actually be really really cool and uh it started it all yeah for me I feel like my biggest lesson in hearing some of those first revisions from Dino was that when we would write together a lot of the times we would it would almost be like a jigsaw puzzle we were trying to make pieces fit together and we kept adding pieces and adding pieces and adding pieces and little parts that didn't necessarily contribute to that vision that we were trying to achieve and it was super startling at first when I was so attached to like, oh, what happened to that little lead line at 57 seconds? And it's like, wait, yeah, that doesn't matter because like nobody essentially really hears it. Or even or even so, um, when I was talking with Dino in the studio and we were talking about like chords or something like yeah. that. Before, when I would write chords, I would track the chords in whatever arrangement I thought was easiest on my hands, on my keys. And then I would sound replace it 
and do the same thing for like five or six tones. Yeah. And I would, but uh, Dino would just be like, oh yeah, you just need one note from one tone mm -hmm. and then the other note from this other tone is going to supply the full broad mm -hmm. spectrum of sound. Yeah. And it made me really uh, kind of like reevaluate my usage of, mm -hmm. of layers of sound same. and how easy it can get muddy in a mix for music. Yeah, yeah I think he's, he's we, very we, tactful. Yes, yeah, very. And I, I, that's the same thing with me and probably with everybody here. We all learned a little bit from Dino because I feel like before we would individually write, I mean, I'm sorry, we'd, we'd write for our individual benefit. So like I'll, I'll put in a lead line, you know, Eric would put in fills, you know, Matt with more lead lines and so on and so forth. And at the end of the song, um, there wasn't like a unified, you know, like that's what Dino did. He, he mm -hmm. kind of understood the bigger picture in the song and and he kind of he would put all those sound replacements and stuff like that and the way he would change up things was for the bigger picture uh instead of just like you know individual benefit absolutely you know you you mentioned uh, this started and if anyone's been watching the or watching and listening to this podcast we've been doing this for almost a year at this point too and the first one we did was called the crush and what is a crush and all that stuff so don't have to get too deep into it but the crush journey started in end of 2017 and it's just been this is it's just so crazy and how much it took over this band and and everything that we've been doing within it and uh the different people that we were you you kind of mentioned that like what kind of person we were uh i mean it's yeah it's insane i mean not only is there only four members in this band but these four members that are remaining in this band are very different from from who we were at the end of 2017 oh yeah my life was completely different like i feel like at the end of 2019 i began my second life like that's it was like i was reborn um yeah. it was just you know i mean so many things have changed you know like i live by myself now uh, you know before i didn't you know um now just everything everything is different i mean i can i can name a bunch of things as examples but um just take my word for it like i'm a completely <laughs> different person which yeah, is crazy. It's just say, a year, like a little bit more, or like it's like 15 months ago in the grand scheme yeah. of things, not that long ago. When it was before Crush was released. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, there's, there's that definite, um, there's like that time mark of when we finished the Crush, but we didn't release it. And for me, there's like a lot of what Ryan was talking about. Oh, geez. What Ryan was talking about was that like post 2017 up until what is that 2020 february mm -hmm. right there's like that's almost three years of of just like crazy experiences that we weren't used to because we were so busy um playing live shows yeah. and we went through a drastic change of how we expressed ourselves musically mm -hmm. between 2017 and 2020 um I know for me personally, man, my, my life was, my life went crazy. It went super crazy. I grew up, like, I feel like I grew up so much within those past three years. And uh, I don't have any regrets, but I wish I grew up even faster than that. So I wouldn't have to make those mistakes that I made. That's all right, though. <laughs> and, mistakes uh, are meant to be made. Mistakes are meant yeah, to be made. Yeah, that's very true. From. It's you know? very true. So for you, know? you to say that, I feel like 
you know, everybody makes mistakes. You know, you shouldn't be hard on yourself on that. In fact, mm -hmm. you people making mistakes is good. I yeah. make mistakes every day. You know, I mean, that's just that's just normal human life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, my outlook on on like how I picture music is very different. I feel like during the end of 2017, I almost burnt myself out. And I was kind of at like this weird crossroads of like, what is like, what makes me feel like good about music? Mm -hmm. And it took me a little while to just recollect. And uh, I thought for the longest time that it was just playing shows, playing shows, being in front of people. And that is very much for me a very big staple of why I love being uh, a musician and being in Marina City. And I am so grateful that like I've had these kind of couple of years to find out what I love that's not being on stage. Like, uh, you know, some of the design stuff, working at home and songwriting and stuff like that. And, uh, and yeah, I think, I think the, the change from what, what was, what was it was technically terminal terminal to the crush. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a big one. Yeah. That's going to be, that's the, that's a definitely a big, um, leap in terms of growth. And I can say the same thing about the crush and this might be overstepping going forward to all this new music. I feel like, uh, there has been a lot more change, not, not so much sonically anymore, but I feel like how we, uh, interact as a band has changed a lot and for the better. Yeah. Yeah. The better. What it, what I think is interesting is like we learned a lot of tactfulness and and being more efficient and strategic in our songwriting from Dino uh for the crush. But I also feel like that has sort of showed up in our lives in different ways. Like just at the start of the pandemic, we kind of had to regroup and figure out like what we can do to still be efficient and still work on everything that we need to work on and feel good about ourselves uh, in a totally different way. You know, like the way that our writing process has changed is more streamlined. Um, the way that we, you know, even, even just getting together and talking about business stuff. Like, I, I just feel like there's a lot of, uh, Maybe a lot of fat that we've trimmed mm. from our lives in the past three years, just unnecessary headaches and yeah. uh, impossibly high expectations at times. So, like this, these past three years, I think have have had a lot of stepping back and reevaluating and just being more strategic in our approach to like everything. I think we've all we've all grown a lot as people to be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's been a crazy year. And, you know, we were kind of forced into this with COVID. You know, we were like, oh, yeah. you know, snap. Can we swear on yeah. here? Shit. We've been, we've fuck yeah. Fuck I've been swearing, been swearing so much. I'm so we have said horrible things. Now we're asking if we should swear in this. I'm, I'm in a chill mode right now. So I was like, hmm, you know, maybe I'm not yeah. as impulsive. Also, just like real side thing, doesn't. Isn't Totor's skin complexion the exact same as his background? It's probably because <laughs> he's so close to his computer screen. So it's like I know it's just crazy. crazy. Well, you know, I put on a little bit of blush before this just so I can match. Yeah, 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 that's my favorite yeah. color. Thank that you so is. much for doing oh, it. I did it just for you, baby. <laughs> 
you know, I, 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 it's funny that you say that. You know, like, uh, I think what The Crush taught us was how to be a musician outside of just doing one thing by playing a show and mm -hmm. practicing. We learned a lot about what it takes to be a musician outside of just, hey, guys, let's have rehearsal. Uh, tomorrow we're playing uh, Jack's Basement, and we're going to go play there. We got, we got to get a 30-minute 30 30 song, 30-minute set, and ready to go. It's not that yeah. anymore. It's like all the things it takes to be a musician, the strategy behind it, and talking about it sometimes. Which is, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's like, man, I, I want to do the other thing. And yeah, I, I miss playing shows. And I guess, granted, the, the pandemic made that happen too. But we learned how to songwrite better. We learned how to communicate better. Mm -hmm. Even if we sometimes have to have big powwows to talk about it. Yeah. We've just, like, I think what The Crush taught us more was about our, this is going to sound super cheesy, but it taught us more about ourselves and how we can operate with each other Um and, and it's just so quick. We found our strengths and weaknesses. We found out what our actual sound is. The fact that we can release Trust Fund Baby and it actually being the first release that's not super far off from what we've done prior. Right. And then also knowing that this next record that we're working on is not super far off from what we've done in The Crush, but it's going to be a little bit more of a punkier, edgier record. But it still sounds like The Crush. The Crush was maybe a sexier record. Yeah. This will be a punkier record, but it still sounds like what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that we can do that is something that we weren't able to do between each record before that. Each record before that was like, yeah. well, this is a pop punk record. This is a hard rock record. This is a piano rock record, stuff like that. Now we're like, no, no, we're going to, this is Marina City, but this is Marina City a little bit angrier. This is Marina City a little bit sexier. This is Marina City a little bit sadder. Yeah. And I think that's such, such a big thing that we've been able to accomplish in a year. I don't think it was, I don't think it was a departure from the crush at all. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Um, uh, yeah. It's not like, the difference between you know wanderlust and terminal you know where when yeah. i understand that when everyone was like well what the heck like i'm not really sure you guys had something cool going on with wanderlust and now you decided to change it up on us um but that was just that was just the struggles you you know the fans through terminal they just saw they firsthand saw the struggles of us trying to find our sound as as, as a band yeah and yeah. and yeah, and I don't think that this is a departure from the crush at all. I think I think it's an extension. I think it's an evolution of the crush. Yeah, because yeah, the um, uh, like the um, like the premise I think um of the crush is still within this new record, uh, is just a little bit more evolved. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably really like the crush and everything we've been doing in the last year. So I don't really I'm not I'm speaking to the choir here, uh, preaching to the choir, but you know. Every musician has to change and, and wants to change. Mm -hmm. uh, I would be very disappointed in ourselves if we kept writing in the wake of Dreaming. ACDC. Be very disappointed in ourselves if we kept writing Chimera and, and Wanderlust yeah. and everything. Not, not, not necessarily because they were they're bad records or anything. I really love those records. I enjoy those records and listening to them. But if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, yeah. that's selling out. Yeah. And then on top of that, we don't ever grow as a musician. And I think what's super cool about Marina City is that we've been able to progress in what we've been able to do. We've been a band for nine years and we're still progressing and I still don't think we've hit our peak and that's super exciting. But at the same time, being able to find what we actually are has been really exciting too. 
feel more comfortable in our own skin on this new writing and and recording and talking to each other and doing podcasts and and making merch the fact that we can go that's marina city and that's not i also think is really exciting that we can experiment within it and also feel authentic and all mm -hmm. of it is really cool and it's something that honestly we've only been able to figure out in the last in the last year yeah. the one thing that does make me super sad is that i feel like people haven't gotten the chance to experience the crush at its like full potential 100%. like yep. that one million percent man the the live arrangements that we have for you guys for all of these songs are just something that i am so stoked about and so proud of i always sort of think of the studio recordings as being a blueprint and then the live recordings being what the song is is really meant to be yeah and it's it's the the worst part about all of this is it just feels like it gets uh gets frustrating because it feels like man i know people can really connect with this stuff if we just get it in front of them right, or, or, right. Yeah. it's one thing that bothers me too that people have a lot of personal connections with wanderlust and chimera mm -hmm. and rightfully so we've played those a billion times and we had so many shows in that with the crush with playing the crush music we've only had a handful of shows and most of those shows were private events or shows that like festival things or whatever that oh an actual marina city fan probably didn't get a chance to experience so and that's another thing too is that we evolved our live show from all right how do we take a song and make this something a little bit different but also feel like the song and 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 we kind of did that sometimes with wanderlust and stuff like that but we there's basically whatever the song was is what you were going to get yeah it's not the case for these songs yeah uh, we, there's a lot of openness to make these things really exciting and mm -hmm. maybe that's why i love these songs so much more too i mean the last right. the last proper ep cycle that we've had was wanderlust and like for those who don't that's know true. like you release a ep and then you go on tour so you promote it and then that's you know that's how you gain traction off that ep or more traction off that ep but like for terminal you know we went on tour uh for the terminal tour and then we cut that short due to health issues and then yeah. with crush with the crush you know obviously everybody knows COVID hit so we we couldn't necessarily go and promote that record the way we want to um so literally our last ep cycle our proper ep cycle was wanderlust maybe yeah. lost doesn't I mean, mean alone i guess sure. tour and and yeah like yeah yeah but uh it, yeah so i agree what makes me excited is excited. yeah i mean by the time we do another tour we're gonna just be Goddamn machine! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I look at I look at what the thirty minute set would look like now. I just sometimes I just like to look at that and see what that yeah. is. I mean, the fact is that the crush will only have like probably two or three songs that we end up playing from it anyways because we will have to push in yep. all these other new songs, these these singles, and then a whole new EP afterwards. And we're just gonna play an hour long stuff. sets everywhere we go. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to start, and you're gonna, gonna you're gonna now. have to deal with it. All right, or yeah. that's full guns <laughs> blazing. To? No, yeah. or we play everything yeah. twice as fast. Yeah, I, I was really talking quick, to the I was talking to the the audience. By the way, they're <laughs> they're gonna have to deal with hour long. We're gonna be happy playing hour long sets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more strip sets. No. no no more. There is that. There is that video. Did I, I saw that you guys TikTok, watch that video? Yeah. Sent mm -hmm. the TikTok video, 
Right. Yeah, it's a, a real TikTok. quick thing. It's a TikTok. <laughs> it's TikTok. It was a quick thing. Anyways, there's this video, this TikTok that said this guy was saying that his band opened up for the 1975 when they were very small. They were on a rooftop thing, and they were instructed to put on a strip set and like really acoustic, blah blah. The band, the guy on the TikTok did a strip set, whatever, and the 1975 said, fuck it. They brought all their amps. They just like pushed everything forward and they just rocked it out and killed it. And everyone was so excited. And he basically said, do not sacrifice your art because that's the band that blew up and everything. And I will say, we do sac- we do, we do strip down sets, but what we try to do for our strip down sets is make them a different experience mm-hmm. than what you would have gotten. I, the worst thing I want is you watching us not at our best. So being like, so oh, Toter course, gets so naked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Eric only goes bottomless, but he's behind the drums. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, a, ooh, you're not really too sure. You yeah, feel yeah. it, but you're not sure. For yeah, so no, but, the but my set is uh, is acoustic for those. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. musicians <laughs> instead of having a mic stand, Ryan has a stripper pole, stripper pole in front of him. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's basically normal. That's what I already have. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> my right. my nightmare with that stuff was always like, I never want you to go see a show whether it's acoustic or whatever and we're just like phoning it in because i i hate when you like go and see someone play a show and they're just playing their songs normal but on acoustic guitars and they're like yeah this is us acoustic it's like no you could have done so many cool things yeah 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 um I will say again, just because we kind of talked about it a little, uh, a little bit when we said how much we changed. I mean, it's just obviously the the obvious of the of the four of us, and there's not six of us, um, is a bigger is a is a different dynamic. Um, and but as people, how much we grew up, and you're gonna really hear it in these lyrics if you're not already hearing them in Trust Fund Baby and stuff. On just, I just feel like they're. Just the songs, the sound is going to be a little bit more grown up, a little bit more of a observation of the year. Um, but we wouldn't have been the band or the people that we were or are today without releasing this record, The Crush. I think it taught us so many different things, and I'm really happy that it's got... It's crazy. It's been a year. Yeah. And hopefully when uh, the next year, we'll be able to talk about all the different shows we did with it, and you guys can really experience it. But mm-hmm. uh, The Crush is by just like literally not being dramatic the most uh like career defining record we have it is the career defining it's, record. it's our crowning it's, achievement at the moment it's the turning sure. point for yeah. us for everything mm-hmm. agreed couldn't say couldn't say it better myself yeah yeah so we are hitting about that 30 at the minute uh, mark. 30 minute mark aren't Uh-oh. we uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Which means it's my favorite time of the podcast where I recite the number that you can reach us at that I know from and memorized yeah. by heart. That number <laughs> is 815 406 6209. Again, 815-406-6209. We, we need to have a jingle. Nailed it. You know how yes. like Empire Carpet? 815-406-6209. You guys remember the Empire commercial? 6209. Yep. And then also our email. Tell them about the email. You can reach us at 
to the crush at marinacityband.com. Yeah, email us if you have any suggestions uh, about the podcast, if you just want to say what's up, if uh, you're wondering about our backgrounds. Um, follow us on all our personal social medias and all our social medias. Uh, we all got some cool stuff going on on our day-to-day lives. And, yeah. again, check out that young merch, baby. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it uh, might even be sold out by It then. might be sold out. <laughs> but so you better get it before it does sell out. Yes, it's at thecrushedmarinacitybank.com. What? What? Wrap it up, boys. <laughs> Wrap it up. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Um, we will see you again. We'll see you next week. <laughs> you guys have a stream nice the crush, stream and the crush, stream trust fund baby, stream and trust fund baby, and get ready for a new single. Yes. All the hey. best. If you have oh, the merch, yeah. you might already know. Yeah, um, show, them, show them the bottom of that shirt. I don't know. I'm not wearing any pants. I'm not wearing pants either. <laughs> <All right. laughs>